I'm still trying to fathom the word because traumatic doesn't quite fit. Um, <laughs> so I'm just trying to, trying to just find the word when I turned up in my new jeans and my Jordans and my <laughs> leg was six foot down and shit. Oh, God. I yeah. swear to God. My leg was swallowed in shit. Your shit. <laughs> no, not the new Jordans. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of We Have the Receipts. I'm Chris Burns. And I'm Lawrence B. Hamilton. And today's episode, I hope everyone brought their coats, okay? Because there's a blizzard <laughs> in the forecast. <laughs> <laughs> We are doing indeed. I'm like, my mind just went to um, a dark place. I was just thinking of because, like, I was I'm from upstate New York, but it's like a lot of snow, snow, yeah. So it's just like I in my head, I went to winter, but okay, a different type of snow, Mm -hmm. a different type of snow, yes, snowflakes. (laughs) So (laughs) Netflix's new show, Snowflake Mountain, follows a group of 10 spoiled 20-somethings as they get a crash course in adulthood during a wilderness survival retreat. In this reality series from executive producers Joe Harcourt-Smith, who did The Circle, and Cal Turner, who did The Apprentice UK, and there's 10 castmates who compete for a cash prize while learning how to survive on their own. At, like, um, a back-to-basics camp, I guess? Like, a survivalist camp? Yeah. Yeah. Me and Cam, we kind of watched it, and he's like, so this is like an adult summer camp, basically. Which I have a reality show idea that involves an adult summer camp. Mm, <laughs> but see? But without the... um. Without the former army combat engineer and former Navy <laughs> explosive uh, disposal officer as host. Yes. Which, which this show had... This show has, like, two tough men who are, like, survival guides and one very tough woman who's the survivor guide. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And we actually have two of the former, former, (laughs) two reformed (laughs) snowflakes with us today. Um, The self-described chaos queen, Deandra, and also Liam, a so-called diva who never cooked a meal for himself in his life. (laughs) But before we get into that, are are you a woodsy person? Oh, not at all. What? Woods? I grew up in, like, the city of Detroit. Like, the thought of going to the woods scares me, which is crazy because I married an outdoorsy, like, woodsy man. Yeah. But... Even watching this gave me anxiety. So just watching this group of like people who are like, oh my God, a bug. Like that would be me. But at the same time, I know when to like, you know, bop down and get into the mental state. Like, okay, I got to do this to survive. Like this is what it takes. I'm yeah. a good team player. But I would definitely struggle. How about you? Like growing up, were you like into the woods or? I actually was surprisingly um outdoorsy because wow. I grew up I, I grew up upstate but we used to go we had like a camp that we would go to mm-hmm. and it was like a campground so we had like a trailer and then a bunch of friends that lived up there also and we would go up on the weekends for the summer and so we would go oh. off like into the woods for like the whole day until we wow. had to be home by like six um so you went to summer camp we it was like a summer camp but there was no counselors and um okay <laughs> like it was like like our parents had camps, but oh, our cool. neighbors like just have and my cousins would go and stuff too. So that we did oh, yeah. till like I started working when I was sixteen, and then like you know reality starts hitting you. But 
Mm-hmm. I, I think I would do pretty well in the wilderness aspect of things. I watch a lot of like wilderness documentaries, shows, and like survivalist shows. I just like to be prepared. I just picture you as being so glamorous. It's hard for me to imagine you like in the woods trying to start a fire. Like, but thank hey, you. You know, listen. <laughs> no, have you started a fire before? Like, I'm curious. Did I you have. learn how to do that, but I've you never. Have? Like, really? I've never. Not, but not without like. I've never like made a fire by a rope or some shit like that. But okay, <laughs> matches like, don't count, Chris. Well, then matches don't count. <laughs> listen, but I'm like, I'm if I was in a forced situation. Uh-huh. Like, like if I'm in a, a world where I don't have matches, I, I, maybe I'll try to make fire. I feel like that's something that I would like yeah. to be able to do. Yeah, me too. Especially after watching this show and seeing this group of, as we uh, describe them, uh, kind of spoiled 20-somethings and watching them, like, make this fire. I was like, I need to learn how to do that. Just because it yeah. felt like it brought this sense of gratification, so... Yeah, we never know when the world's going to end, you know? <laughs> right, especially these days, child. We never know. We never know. <laughs> no, I love camping. That's really my my vibe. I'm much more of a like a lake person than a ocean person. Really? That's yeah. so funny. Like, that's so cam, and I'm the opposite. So we said one day we're going to, like, have a camping trip and film it for our YouTube, and it's probably just going to be me screaming the whole time. That's a kinda show like I would show. watch. Yeah, it's kind of like the show. Snow's like mountains. So, did you grow up? Did you did you ever consider yourself spoiled growing up? No, I definitely don't think I was spoiled growing up. I mean, like I had chores that I had to do, and I we did get paid for the chores that we did when they were completed. So I don't know if that's technically in the spoils zone, but we had to work for what we got. You know, I wish no. that my mom would have gave me and my dad everything that I wanted, but oh no, honey. So you got to work for that. Okay. So how about you? Were you spoiled? No. I mean, my parents are probably listening and they're like, the fuck he was. <laughs> but, like, how dare you even say no? <laughs> no. I mean, they're very, like, uh, being a hard worker is like, the was always and still is like the most important lesson we were always taught. Um, mm-hmm. So, no. I mean, we, yeah, had chores and... I mowed the lawn. I still mow the lawn when I go home to my parents. I'm very good mm-hmm. at it. And I don't have a lawn in the city, so I don't get it's to skill. to mow the lawn. <laughs> but no, I don't think I was spoiled. And I don't think I would spoil my kid. I'd like to think I would never spoil my kid. Yeah, me either. Like, me and Cam talk about that, like, all the time. Like, when we have a kid, they're definitely doing chores. They're definitely going to work for stuff. Like, Mommy and daddy's money is not your money. Okay? Amen. <laughs> you got to work and earn your money. You know, we we pay for your food and your housing. Yeah. So you're old enough to do that on your own. So No, 100%. I was just going to say, because the name of the show is Snowflake Mountain. I thought that it was something completely different than what it actually is. I'm like, oh, Snowflake Mountain, you know, maybe it's going to be like some cabins and stuff. But so the word snowflake, if you're kind of lost, is a word that's used to describe like a spoiled adult, like a... Kind like a Gen who, Z. Yeah, has the world handed to them. They don't really work. They complain a lot. Like, get over here, you little snowflake type of thing. So. Yeah. And I think a lot of people use it like someone that's easily offended. Um, mm. But that doesn't seem to be the gist of these snowflakes. I have mm-hmm. to say, in the beginning, I was like, what the what the hell is this show? I texted you being like, what the hell yeah. is this show? <laughs> but by Me like. Too. By the end of the first episode, I was like, okay, I am 100% on board. Yeah, I have to say this is the first reality show that I've watched. Because at first, 
I'm gonna be honest. Like Chris said, we were texting each other like, "What the f is this? Like, what is this yeah. craziness?" <laughs> but honestly, by episode two, three, I was all in. I was and this like, is like, and I found myself really rooting for a lot of them. Yeah, and like being really impressed by how they were growing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know it's like you really want to follow the show and see if they'll actually make it through this whole process where it's like toughening them up and things like that. But I was drawn in, honestly. I mean, like I said, at first I was like, no. But then by episode two, I was like, okay, what's the next one? Like, yeah, I was definitely drawn in. It was hilarious, too. The personalities on this show are so funny. I mean, at first it was like, okay, it's going to be a bunch of uh, spoiled kids whining about doing hard work. But no offense to our guests because they are listening. <laughs> but listen, y'all, listen. I watched the whole show and I saw the growth. Okay, I saw the growth. And we are not saying anything more <laughs> offensive than in the first episode alludes to everyone. Um, but yeah, so we start like they're in jeeps on the way to somewhere. They don't know where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's ten Gen Zers. They're like, I don't getting money from their parents. Their parents basically are like, they are freeloaders. Is the gist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or their families? They they say they won't hold down a job. They don't do any chores. Please, like, take them into the great outdoors. Teach them how to adult. Care for themselves. Yeah. Um, and they are told they think they're going to like a beach resort. So they're all decked out in like designer (laughs) stuff they have suitcases full of designer stuff Mm -hmm. and then they're told they're actually going to be staying in actually a pretty nice camping setup compared to what how bad it could have been i was gonna say was that nice because i was like that's nice (laughs) (laughs) like look they have some shelters you know i was like throw up some white fairy lights i'd get married over there oh Uh, my god yeah (laughs) the whole the whole poop situation in the outhouse i've never used like i've used a porta potty which i hate but yeah an outhouse where you have to like take the crap and dump it and like oh no yeah, that's that's not for me either. <laughs> it's not for yeah. No. Um, but so obviously they have no Wi-Fi, they have no running water, but they do compete for a fifty thousand dollar cash prize. So now all of the people that are like, I want to go home are like, okay, now I want to stay. <laughs> right. And the and the trick was if <laughs> any of them leave, five thousand dollars gets deducted from the fund. Mm-hmm. Each person that leaves, yeah. So it's like not only are you leaving, but you're also like your other cast members are going to be pissed because you're taking a piece of the pot with you. It's good old fashioned guilt, and you know what? It would work on me. <laughs> it is. But <laughs> every episode, they're tasked with uh, different exercises and challenges to teach them self-sufficiency, teamwork, adaptability, responsibility, um, to listen, I guess. There was the one Mm -hmm. challenge that I was like, I would have had a really hard time with that too, where they just had to listen without talking back at any point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. (laughs) It was actually some stuff that was kind of challenging. I mean, even, I know, like, I haven't done woodsy stuff but watching the stuff that they had to do would you consider it to be challenging or is it like easy peasy for no i mean i think a lot of the things i would like to think i could do but i don't think i could actually do Mm -hmm. like the tree i'm like i could never get up that tree i was impressed by the tree climbing me too i was like i'd be and one of our guests, Deandra, I mean, her legs are like bleeding and she's still climbing up the thing. Man, that was a whole situation. We have to ask her all about that. Um, the gutting of the deer. The fact that they oh. like that if the deer had 
had the head, it would have been less jarring than the fact that the deer was already headless. <laughs> right, it was just a deer body they had to like... Hanging from a tree that they had to like yeah. take the fur <laughs> off of. Right, and then um, one of the cast members, his name is Sonny. Sonny, oh. when he, he, at first, you know, he was kind of like, I'm not really feeling this. This is crazy. And then, you know, eventually after they gutted the deer, he was like, this isn't so bad. Like, I'm enjoying this. I was like, well, whatever it takes. So I liked Sonny. I liked, get you excited. I had a little crush on Sonny by the end. Yeah, he was really like cool, calm and collected. I like that energy. I like the energy of just like a chill person because I feel like I mm-hmm. have the opposite of that energy. Yeah. Of the time. <laughs> um, yes. But it dropped on Wednesday, June 22nd, and watch the trailer here. I need my foundation, I need my lip gloss, I need my highlight and my contour. Snowflake, a young person who's considered overly emotional, (laughs) easily offended. Fuck you guys, this is not okay. And dramatic. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. There's a heap of young adults who can't even unload a dishwasher, let alone hold down a job. And these 10 Snowflakes families have reached their breaking point. So they've tricked their giant babies into traveling far, far away to make them grow the hell up. Where the hell are we? I feel like I'm on a fucking pilgrimage. And that's where we come in. I'm Joel. There's my buddy Matt. I was an Army combat engineer for almost 10 years. I'm former Navy Explosive Ordnance Disposal. It's basically the bomb squad. Think Hurt Locker. Now, me and Matt, who survived off the land our whole lives, are going to take these kids back to basics. Hurry up! Why? Because the wilderness forces you to toughen up. Feels borderline abusive. Are they going to rise to the challenge? (laughs) You're an animal. Just so you know, I just shit in a paint bucket. Or are they going to do what they do best? I'm not doing that. No way, no way. Melt down. I can see it now. I'm going to get a rash, a pussy rash. It's not going to be easy. We don't know if they can do it. I just can't do it. Because I'm vegan. Might cry. I just don't know if carry it on would be the right thing. They might die. Ah, fuck my life! (laughs) (laughs) We're actually nice guys. It's like the simple life. Remember the simple life with um, Paris? Yes, and... Paris and Nicole, definitely. It's kind of like the simple life meets too hot to handle because it's like of the money aspect. Yeah, yeah. Only they're not they're not not allowed to like have to touch each other. But I don't think anybody touches each other actually that we see. No, people no, try. I, well, I was gonna say somebody tried. Definitely, that was hard to watch. Oh my god, that was so awkward. She was not feeling it, but. The kiss when Randy tries to kiss her and mm-hmm. she literally turns her head and goes, Randy! <laughs> <laughs> no, I was embarrassed for him. That was so uncomfortable. Like, oh, uh, it's already bad to be like shut down when you try to go in and kiss someone. Uh, Randy and Devin is who we we're talking about. But then to have someone scream your name, like, no, please stop. <laughs> like, oh, just let's have this moment end. <laughs> yeah, that was, I had rather climb a tree than have that happen to me. Yeah. Pretty embarrassing. (laughs) But I think we should introduce our guests. Yes, let's do it. I'm definitely down. So our guest, we have two guests from the show. Uh, One of them is Deandra Joseph. She's 24. She was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. 
where she lived at home with her parents and two younger sisters before coming on the show. Now, she said that she tried to move out of her family home three times, but she also said, quote unquote, you know, some crazy shit always happens and she loop-de-loops right back to her parents' house and Deandra admits that her life is a roller coaster and that she's been fired from every job that she's had. But she also says that she kind of stays friend with her bosses, so that has to count for something, right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, guess I so. get that. It's just someone that has Those a problem with authority, but is a, still a <laughs> good, strong person. I get it. Right. Good personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have <laughs> Liam Brown, who is 21. He was born and raised in Warwickshire, which is a county in the West Midlands of England. Thank you very much. Um, where he <laughs> lived with his grandmother before coming on the show. Prior to filming, he said that he didn't do anything to help his grandmother around the house. He had never cooked a meal. Um, unlike many of his castmates, he did work, but he spent all of his money on partying, friends, vacations, and his appearance. Listen, he's 21. Who wasn't doing that at 21? <laughs> um, and his motto was, you're here for a good time, not a long time, <laughs> which is so funny. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. And the two of them become fast friends on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love them together. They are like the dynamic duo for sure. They have so much fun together doing these challenges. So I'm so glad we have them both here. Yes, please welcome Liam and Deandra to the show. Woo-hoo! Welcome, <laughs> our snowflakes. <laughs> well, now are you guys still considered snowflakes? Or are you like no longer snowflakes now? Like, what's what's the deal? I think we've graduated from okay. the community. Okay, graduated <laughs> from this. I, I like that because you guys definitely show some significant growth. We've definitely blown the snowflake now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the blizzard's over. Spring is here. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to say, watching you all grow throughout this show was so inspirational and encouraging and let alone entertaining, okay? You two are hilarious. You have me laughing the whole time. D, girl, I felt you with the wigs. I got questions about that later, but let's go ahead and hop into some questions. I got questions for you guys because this show was so interesting to me. And like we said, when we first started, I was like, what is this? I spoil people like this show is crazy. But by episode two, I was going to say, this is one of my favorite reality shows. And that's that's yeah. tough for me to say. Like, that's hard for me ah, to say. I feel the same way. Yeah, this was good, classic reality TV that was entertaining. You all were funny. You had, every, like, it was just hilarious. It's definitely one of my favorite shows so far. And so different than everything else. Yeah. <laughs> We're just natural. <laughs> yes, I know. Y'all are just natural stars, you know, even in the wilderness. So, okay. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into some questions. So, D, first of all, where did you think you were going when you were packing to come onto the show? Did you think you were going to be at a resort or what did they tell you? Girl, they didn't tell us much, which uh-huh. is kind of why it's a little bit skeptical because we could have just, you know, borderline sex trafficking borderline died just a little yeah. bit but thank god that that was not the case honestly i really thought i was just going to like shake my butt on somebody's villa mm. you know what i mean and just like whoo, whoo. and then just i had fun with it i did not expect to end up half dead on a wilderness with no clothes and makeup girl but you killed it though you literally killed it you came out on top and so and yeah, did your makeup up until the Thank very so end much. i loved how yes. that <laughs> How everyone was in the dark with no mirror. <laughs> um, Liam, how did you end up on the show? How did your grandmother hear about the show? What 
what did you know getting into it? So basically, I thought I was going to like Jersey Shore, but like, you know, like the new Jersey Shore. Like I was ready to like do some slip jobs and twerking. Like I can do the splits, right? They usually say like bigger people can't <laughs> move, but I'm out here to like um, change that opinion. So I, uh, not as baby. Um, so I really thought I was doing something. And in the meantime, they've obviously asked like, you know, your parents' details. Now I only learned how to like call the doctor like 12 months ago. So I was a bit confused and I thought, oh, maybe it's just in case I die, which the amount of Jaeger ones like in one go is quite possible that I would die. Um, but it was actually to snake me out and you knew the whole time and I'm still trying to fathom the word because traumatic doesn't quite fit it um, <laughs> so I'm just trying to, trying to just find the word when I turned up in my new jeans and my Jordans and my <laughs> leg was six foot down shit oh god I swear yeah. to god my leg was swallowed in shit. Your <laughs> shit. No, not the new Jordans. Not the new Jordans. Oh. So, Liam, did oh. I hear you say that you just learned how to call the doctor five months ago? Yeah, no, 12 months ago. You've got to give me a bit of time. A year. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so for the both of you, now you two seem to like buddy up right away. What drew you guys to each other? You guys seem like such the perfect, like, dynamic duo, as I like to call you. Liam is my baby. I don't know what it was. At first, I I wasn't necessarily trying to gravitate towards anyone because I kind of was just like, okay, this is going to be quick. I'm going to be out of here. One I'm not here to make minutes, friends. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm not right. here. I didn't, I didn't think. I kind of came like, like, oh, yeah. No, no shade. Liam, I love you, babe. You know? But I was just like, okay, guys. <laughs> you know? And then he started talking. And I'm like, yo, you're funny, baby. I love you. Like... <laughs> That was my baby. No, do you know what I think it is? It's just, it's because like I feel like people doubted us the most because like I got yeah. there and I was like, what the hell? I am not touching the grass. And my baby <laughs> over here was like having a breakdown because she hadn't got her lashes. <laughs> like you know, yeah. I, I need my contour. I need my highlight. <laughs> right. So I feel like people doubted us, and we were there to prove them wrong. And that's why we set the place on fire, quite literally. <laughs> literally, like first. Oh, yeah, literally. We see you do it. And then we see you help uh, other people do it, too. I was quite scared helping him. because I thought that he would have thrown me in the fire. So that was quite a touching one. <laughs> well, well we, after yeah. seeing the show, I think he, he was a little bit like, okay, Liam, I, I get it, okay? You started your fire. I'm working on mine. I got it, okay? Right, Yeah, right. We, we know that that you guys haven't seen the show yet, so, yeah, he might have thrown you in the fire. I think he, he does. A little bit. Suggest that. But speaking of fires, Deandra, you were the first to go to Last Chance Lake. Uh, you just brought back my PTSD. <laughs> like, I just, Oh, my God. And then we see, they're like, okay, here's an amazing video from home to, like, help you. But then your mom left a message that you didn't seem so thrilled about at the time. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Because I'm like, what's she talking about? What's she talking about? <laughs> but, no, so if you were to ever ask me, where's one setting, situation, place that I would never in 100,000 million years catch myself? I would say I would never be in the woods. I would never be in the wilderness. <laughs> Freddy Cougar's gonna come out. I'm not, I don't like the dark. I don't like, you know, insects. I love Same. pets, but insects, 
mm, not a fan. <laughs> I'm not like rain, rain Oof. and mud, and I have to walk through it. Oh, <laughs> I feel you, girl. That was never happening. And these people put me in a little A-line, te- my big ass, <laughs> in a little A-line <laughs> teepee tent. I couldn't even fit in there for real. And then there was a spider on my face, oh. guys. I thought oh. I died. Did you sleep so, at all? Sleep? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> so <laughs> did y'all really lay out there all night that night? Because the other cast members were like, it's such a cold night. Like, they show the wind blowing. Like, it was freezing that night. It was... I think it was the coldest night of us being out there, period. Like, the whole the whole thing. Oh, my God. I thought that... Um, I was like, okay, Netflix, y'all budget is real. Because I thought it was like, you know, the weather controller. I don't know what it's called. Like, <laughs> the Hunger Games. <laughs> okay. I'm like, wait. Did they give you, like, extra blankets? I can't believe y'all really slept out there all night. That's crazy. And then with Solomon, on top of that, you were with Solomon. No, I, I, I was by myself, and then Solomon, you know, he, he was there too. He was there too. Yo, but yeah. What was that like being out there with Solomon? I mean, mm-hmm. negative energy spreads, some might say. Yeah, I was out there with Solomon. She's like, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that's just that. Like, it, survival of the fittest, baby, because what? No, I couldn't. Like, my mom yeah. did not help. I felt like she completely, like, I feel, I've been working since I was 15. So for me, it's kind of like, I'm always with a job. I might not have them for long, <laughs> but I still have them. <laughs> but you so can get one, like, though. You can get okay. one. Yeah. Okay. Once I start talking to my people, they be like, ooh. And I'm like, yeah. And then they want me to come in at 8 a.m. And it's quick. Love is over. So love is over. <laughs> but that's part of the job. D, that's part of the job. <laughs> I don't know. I could talk. You know, if I could kick key and then make my own schedule, maybe something could work. But other than that, I don't know. So hearing her message. What time are you guys getting up out there? Oh, we didn't have a like a watch or a clock, so it would always just feel like we didn't have time. Morning. Oh my god! Oh, wow. So you had no concept of the time, the day, anything, and they would just come in with blow torches and just nah, wake up, no. wake up, like no. <laughs> no sometimes oh we finish and it'd be like outside. Wow! That's like crazy. wait, is it morning? Like what? <laughs> Did we really work throughout the night? That's insane. That's like, also, I have to give y'all. That's so hard to be stuck out in the night without any idea of the time because it's not even like you can be like, okay, four more hours, three more hours. It's just like, I know. Oh, God. You just on go. Right. Just sleep when you sleep. That's why I have a mental breakdown. Right. <laughs> so, D, now you became the wilderness warrior. Now we have to ask, okay, what made you want to save Ray from Last Chance Lake when she didn't save you? That's so mature. I think that's that is very mature. You guys think it's maturity? Yeah, because you didn't like a does. lot of people would have been like, okay, eye for an eye. Good luck, bitch. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're on your own, Ray. So what made you choose her to save? Um, honestly, I just felt like Devin and Randy would have had a cute little first date at the little wilderness. Like if I had a little boo, <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't have been so bad, you know? Like, but Ray, I feel like if she would have went, she would have really just I don't know what she would have said. And that was enough for me. I'm just like, yeah, no, Devin, <laughs> she a New Yorker. She gangster too. She got this, like, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there was there a part of you that wanted to pick someone that you knew wouldn't quit because you didn't want to lose the money? I honestly didn't even think about the money, really. I just know that, one, the teepee is really is really small. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, it's really, And Devin, she a little tiny. She can fit in there. She's, <laughs> you know, she, she's going to be okay. I'm not saying, you know, but it's just... 
I was really uncomfortable. Half of me literally was outside of the tent, like, half the night. So I'm just like, I'm not even about to put her through this. I don't know if it's going to rain, but, yeah. you know. You know, I just, I felt, I mean, I know she would have came back. I definitely didn't have any question on if she would have came back. But, Devin, go have a little date night with your boo girl. Like, go ahead, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was a pretty romantic. They were, like, looking yeah. at the stars and stuff. But we later saw Devin wasn't really feeling none of that. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Liam, so you said you were terrified to climb the mountain. You almost quit, but you fought through. And then you became like a completely different person. You were leading the pack by the top of the mountain. Uh, your Randy was saying how he was so surprised. Everyone was saying how surprised they were by your like uh, attitude 180. What What happened that you switched i i love to prove people wrong right and i don't want you to like i don't want you like what you think of me to come true so i knew they had doubts and i thought baby that is not gonna happen watch on top of the mountain right cardiac or not i will be getting up there right i might have been chafing right my oh. chub rub was on fire. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was getting to the top, right? And do you know what I can't stand when people just stand around talking? Obviously, we had hurt a cast member, but I was just like, sis, if we sit here any longer, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> like, let's get Yeah. I'm starving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah, you know, keep it moving. Like, my chub rub's already on fire. We may as well all <laughs> smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I get the struggle. I can't imagine. I can barely walk through the city in the summer without my chub rub flaring. Well, you have, right? <laughs> they don't have talcum powder the mountain. Oh my god. Oh, yes, that would that that would have been enough for me to quit. <laughs> like what? No talcum powder? I quit. Yeah, I quit. <laughs> So, Liam, you already named off some stuff that was challenging about this whole experience. But what else would you guys say was the most challenging thing about the whole thing? Like, you were just like, you didn't know if you were going to make it through this moment. Like, this was kind of the do or die. And you were like, you just pushed through and you did it. What was the most challenging part? I'm happy to live with Solomon. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I was just watching and I was like, oh, no. No, no, um, no. No. Heavy on the having to live with Solomon. <laughs> I got to think of something else besides the having to live with Solomon. I think it's the <laughs> insects for me. For me, I yeah. really do love animals and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. every time I try to go to sleep, I would literally have to call Devin. Because I'm like, girl, come and set these things back free. Because she would like hold them and then bring them off. Like, girl. Oh, so they can <laughs> come back? Yeah, yeah like, like, that's not my thing. <laughs> I oh, think it was man. the bug for me, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think not having a phone as well, like. Mm. Sis, I mean, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram yet, but I'm sure you will <laughs> soon, and you'll see <laughs> five thousand stories a day. Um, wow! So yeah, that was quite hard. Also, not having access to you know like Uber Eats or Deliveroo, that was quite difficult. Mm. Mm-hmm. So now, see for me, when I did Love Is Blind, not having the phone at first, it was jolting, but after a while, I kind of started to enjoy it. So like. Towards the end, were you like you couldn't wait to get to your phone, or was it kind of like you know I have a newfound sense of like life without the phone? No, or was it like I damn all that. Not, give no. me my phone. <laughs> you like give me my phone. No, I think when you're with 
so many people like and like unless you've done tv you won't get it but like being in mm-hmm. the same place with so many people for so long you can't escape like and you know like if you have an argument with someone at home or you don't like something you go back to your bed you go to sleep or you phone your friend yeah where there you literally have to stand on your own two feet and that was it and i think it's like having that escape that was difficult yeah i agree i agree like at least like, you know, when you're home, you get to tap into your recreational activities and relieve your stress in however way mm-hmm. that you do. But being out there, it's kind of just like, damn, like, I'm arguing with you and that's it. Like, mm. I just got to go back into my little cob- cabin or little tent. And then if you come in yeah. there, it's game over. Now we're going to be rumble tumbling. And that can't happen either because <laughs> there's too many rocks. So <laughs> right. it's <kinda> like- <laughs> and too many places <laughs> you know? to hide the body. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think has changed the most about you since doing the show? Sis, have you seen where I'm living? (laughs) (laughs) I'm living in the big smoke now. I feel like the show definitely helped me to just communicate more effectively and efficiently. I do. I feel like I'm very big on like, okay, if I have a problem with somebody, I'll tell them the problem and then you're getting blocked. Like, Mm -hmm. that's it. Like, I won't try to like salvage a relationship. I won't try. I'll just be okay, (laughs) girl, you bother me. Fuck that. Like, Fine. You know, like I, mean? I don't have yeah. time. I don't have time. I don't have time. So it's kind of like I feel like I learned how to just yeah, effect, like effectively communicate with people regardless of like the outcome. Yeah, so, that's good. Because we see it actually. I mean, when you get in the argument with Devin, she's way more. Um, fuck oh. you, your blogs, and you really like break down that. Like we're not gonna fight about this. Just it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I. A year ago, prior to that, I would have, we would have, it would have been very much, the conversation would have went nowhere. And I'm like, okay, girl, mm-hmm. so we going to fight or, like. <laughs> <laughs> and you all were roommates, right? So you I all were, like, heard. really close. And then it yeah. was just funny because, but she was like, you know, why? Just say whose name it is. Who was leaving the mess? And you were like, it's you. It's you that's leaving the mess. <laughs> and she was like, how could you just name names like that? And you're like, you said to name names, like, six times. <laughs> So we're just calling people out. That's what we're doing. Like that's what you asked me to do. I'm confused. So you you communicated very effectively, and you still sent her ass to Last Chance Lake. So <laughs> right. I feel really bad for that because I sat there with DeAndre like, yeah, there's definitely some bitches that aren't pulling their weight. Like definitely some people aren't doing anything. Like, so you were her accomplice. Yeah, you were. <laughs> and then I said her name, and yeah, Liam was just like, Liam was like, "Damn, you just gonna say her name like that?" <laughs> Liam, like didn't... y'all wanted me to call them out. Yeah. I do have to say though, that kitchen was nasty. Okay, yeah. okay. had the the bugs, and the, I was like, "Not in the wilderness, do y'all have dirty food plates? Y'all really trying to welcome the little critter friends?" Also, being vegan is not an excuse not to do dishes. I know. I'm vegan. I can't wash dishes. Mm. Girl, if you don't grab a plate and get to washing. Um. <laughs> so what would you two tell people who haven't seen the show to get them excited to watch? I think I would say, like, it's one of those, react- like, you know, on TV, you see hot blondes or like funky men. If you want to watch ordinary people, your boy next door and have a laugh and or you're hungover and you want to see the most hilarious people you've ever seen and some traumatic moments, watch. We're going to get into some spoilers quick, if that's okay. 
So, Deandra, you said that you cried for three hours when you saw them <laughs> blow up your luggage. What, what was there a single item in each of your suitcases? Like, what what was the best <laughs> item that you were crying over? <laughs> so, I had a makeup bag. I had, I have a bag of like a suitcase with just shoes. Oh. I had a suitcase with wigs and like bathing oh, suits. No. And like just thotty club wear, like you know what I mean, like thotty. <laughs> Not like the wigs and club wear. <laughs> yes, you guys didn't even see the blue. I had a blue, a purple. I had like my thotty club wear in one, and then I have like <laughs> other stuff that I guess was alright, like pajamas, toothbrush, whatever stuff that didn't matter. So I was just like, wait, guys, where's the makeup? Because that wasn't there. So for me, when I didn't see that, I. It was over for me because I'm just like, there's no way I'm gonna have all of these cameras around me, and y'all just supposed to see my natural skin. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, I have pimples, like no. Yeah, know, when they oh. blew up the luggage, I thought that was like hilarious because I was like, it's no way Netflix really blew up their luggage because that's a lawsuit. I know somebody would be like, oh hell no, not my yeah. not my and Chanel was- purse, like my passport. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> that's why i'm like there's people from the uk there what if their passports yeah how are they gonna get back liam did you have anything special in your suitcase that you thought that they blew to oblivion okay well mine's actually like really boring so like obviously i had like all my designer clothes in there but the one thing that i had which sounds really sad so i'm sorry if you're listening because this isn't gonna make that but basically, I was really close with my granddad and my friends have bought me a picture of me and my granddad. And it's the oh, only no. picture that I've got and it was in their frame. And he died. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh. Well, damn, dead. Liam, that's not funny. That's sad. Oh, I would have like... set it off. If I, if I would have thought that they blew that up, I would have been fighting. Like, no, right. somebody's head has to be on a platter. You blew up the picture of my grandfather? Like, oh, they were no. also probably like, why do you have the only copy of a the picture of your grandmother <laughs> in a suitcase? In luggage. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, so, Deandra, when you made it to the top, you planted a wig as a flag. Okay. A girl after Chris's own heart. <laughs> okay. So, we want to know why you kept wearing those wigs during the challenges. You didn't worry about their condition. Girl, you in the mud, the the, the heat, the bugs and stuff. You were like, no, actually, I have to say, I saw you bring the fro out. I did. I brought the fro out like three times. I did the I same did. thing on Love is Blind. It's like I had my hair done. Then towards the right. end, girl, I just had a bun up top. Like, like y'all just right. gonna, y'all yeah. gonna get this bun because. Okay. <laughs> I know. I feel like for me, I really love switching up my looks. Like, I don't know if it's because I've mm-hmm. just always been a makeup artist. So it's kind of like I'll come into work one day looking like Bon Kui Kui and the next day looking like Amber. <laughs> so it's kind of like I'll just switch it up and have no problem. But when I didn't have that option and my hair, like I didn't have a comb. I didn't have a mirror. I didn't have no products. And my hair needs all of that to like work. <laughs> so it's kind of like, and only I'm limited to time too. And it takes me like 12 hours to do a braid out. So it's kind of like, let me just keep switching it up and mm. just mm-hmm. keep, you know, just doing what I can. Cause Lord. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and it was like such an iconic way to end it. Planning your wig at the top <laughs> of the mountain. Yeah. Oh, I, like I had to one time for the culture. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Uh, and speaking of the mountain, Liam, so you guys really helped each other up the mountain, and then you're both the finalists. Liam, you say in your interview that if you're not going to win, then you want DeAndre to win. Uh, what 
why do you think she deserved to win? Spoiler alert, she does. <laughs> she didn't. I fucking deserved it. I think I'm one of those people where, like, if, if my friends do something really good, I'm really happy for them. And, like, I just thought if I don't win, I'd want my best friends to win because I I know that I would be as equally as happy. And also, like, I feel like she had a rougher time in there. Like, I never went to Last Chance late, but Deandra <laughs> did. And, like, I feel like <laughs> mm-hmm. the row was real and she did really try. I think it's just because you want the best of your friends, don't you? And I just thought if I don't win, then... I want you. I want her to win because none of it, none of us, these other fuckers deserve it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel that now. D, congratulations, girl! You did it. Yeah, you won that fifty k pot, girl. So now, what you gonna do with your winnings? Like, what's your plans? What's what you gonna do with all that money? Girl, entrepreneurship has always been like. Yeah, well, I've been trying to stay on. I keep trying to fall off, but I've been trying <laughs> to stay on. So now, fingers crossed that I could just beauty land. You know what I mean? I am a makeup okay. artist. I still do, still. You know what I mean? So I do have a few plans in the works. Amazing. Flip that and get more residual income. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. And Liam, word <laughs> on the street is you have a new job as well. What are you? What are you up to? So I work in marketing for a global fashion brand. It's not like Gucci. It's like a fast fashion brand. But I've always wanted to do it. Listen, it's the future. (laughs) From London, I've got my apartment and I've got my dream job, which is is really good. But obviously I'm just waiting for the show. Because... This wants to be an influencer. This is influencer. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Oh, I are... have no question. Yeah, no question. You two will both be uh, selling somebody's products very soon. <laughs> yeah, very soon for sure. <laughs> so now, both of you guys, did you keep in touch with anybody from the show? Do you guys have like a group chat going on? Because I know most people when we talk to from you know different shows, it's like we got a group chat. The cast is all in there together. We're cool. So do you guys keep in contact with anybody? Yeah. Yeah. We have a group chat. But I think it's like... Everyone on the group chat? Okay. No. So it's just y'all two. No, no, it's not. So no, you all That's just a texting <laughs> conversation. No, we do have a group chat with everybody in the cast. And we do talk, like, I want to say a few times a week. So it's like, mm-hmm. at least a few times in a week, that thing will get... Yeah, brr, brr. Is Solomon in that group chat? Everybody. Yeah, Solomon in there. Uh, mom, what you said? <laughs> <laughs> Is mom in the group chat? <laughs> Girl, don't try to leave off. Uh, so nobody keeps in contact with Solomon. That was the end of, with him. Like he left the show and then he was just gone. I take it. Yeah, he was just gone. You know? I can't believe yeah. he tried to steal that food, y'all. I was so upset. I was so upset at him trying to, and then trying to be sneaky about it. I kind of was little on his thief. side a little bit. So I was just like, I'm a <gasps> no. Oh, yeah. You were there with the stolen food, too, weren't you? I, I was like, oh, my God. Y'all got snacks and s'mores. <laughs> you agree with him stealing the food? I was. Girl, you know I'm big. I love my food. I loved that he tried to pass it off as he was doing a favor to Devin when he was like, "Yeah, I got you this special food. Blah. And she was like, <laughs> fuck off. Like, you stole this? I know. <laughs> Um, right. 
All right, before we let you guys go, should we play a quick little game? Let's do it! Yeah. This week, it's pretty simple. It's just show us your receipts. We ask for receipts, you deliver them. Let's Mm -hmm. do it. So we'll start light. Like, Deandra, read us the last text from your mom. Oh, you can't because you're on your phone. Oh, yeah, I can't. But, I mean, I remember it, though. It was something along the lines that of bring your ass back home this weekend. <laughs> Just because you move doesn't mean that we can't see you. It was something of her, like, going crazy. Like, see, going crazy. see, she wanted you to get out the house. Now she miss you. Okay. She wants you to come back. See you how that works See out? how parents do. <laughs> now, Liam, we would like for you to read us the last text uh, from your grandmother. Okay. Um, I've actually got texts on my laptop. <laughs> so hers says, my nan knows how to do a bank transfer. Oh, a bank Ooh. transfer. Okay, yeah. I, I bet she does, Liam. We see that in the beginning of the series. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gretty's giving out the dough. <laughs> okay, Deandra, I know that you can't look at your phone, but maybe you'll remember what was the last text that you sent someone from the show. Oh. <laughs> um, I Ooh, it's remember. juicy, I can tell. It's an evil laugh for me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do remember. It most likely was to Liam. Um, but I'm almost positive it was Shade. Almost positive. So, <laughs> I, do, I don't re- recall the verbatims. Maybe you got the receipts because I don't have... I want to... If I pull it up, it'll, like, click me out. But... I'm oh, that's that's a good excuse not to do it. Okay, yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. You it's can okay. Get- we... You can we give us a general gist. You know, we yeah. we get it. Y'all was talking shade. Y'all was talking mess about somebody. She's but. like, my mom's calling me again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only needed that one. <laughs> so here's another one then, D. So what's the top played, your, excuse me, your top played song this past month? So what's the song that you've just like had on repeat? Um, so it's called Dickmatized by Jada Kingdom. Of oh, course know, it wait is. a minute. Wait. Okay. <laughs> it's called Dickmatized. It's Dickmatized. Girl, she's singing some things in that song. Girl, who got you listening to that song on repeat, oh, girl? Girl, I had my heart broken or whatever. Okay, I be having my heart broke. Well, thank you, Liam. We so enjoyed having him on the show. Yeah. And- his laptop decided he was done. So that's okay. Thank you so much, D. We had so much fun with you on today's show. You brought no us some receipts. Problem. We learned about your favorite current song. You won okay. the pot. Girl, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yes. I appreciate you. And where can where can our <laughs> listeners find you on the gram so that they can book their makeup appointments? Oh, yes. Like I'm that. I'm in New York too, so I'll Chris, I'll let's do it. Let's hit you up. It. I love your makeup. If if you can do your makeup in the dark without a mirror, you can do whatever you want to my face. <laughs> yes, that's true. You got some real skills. Thank you so much, guys. Um, I call myself Beauty. So my Instagram name is at b e a u dot b e e underscore Beauty because I do beauty. Thank yes, so good, good. But y'all are such a ball of light. We're so happy that you guys came on the show. And good luck and congratulations on, you know, graduating from being snowflakes. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Ooh, okay. What an episode. I'm obsessed with both of them. I would happily go camping with either of them anytime. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I would definitely feel like, you know, they they picked up a thing or two from the show. At least they can start a fire if we need. Amen. You know, we'll stay warm. (laughs) I'm here for it. Oh my God, what a fun show. Loved having them on. 
Guys, be sure that you guys are sending us your thoughts, send us your questions. Yeah, and next week we have a look at how reality TV has evolved over the years and where mm-hmm. Netflix stands within the zeitgeist of reality TV with Adam DeVello, who's some say the OG reality creator. He created The Hills and, of course, Selling Sunset. So mm-hmm. send us your questions. Tell us what is on your mind. We want to hear anything. Um, you can email us at receipts at cast media. That's K-A-S-T media.com. Or you can DM me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. That's right. Or me at need for LSP. The four is a number. And be sure that you guys are watching us exclusively on to Doom, the official Netflix site to help find and fuel your fandom for the shows and movies you love. That's netflix.com slash T-U-D-U-M. Today's episode of We Have the Receipts is a production by Netflix to Doom and Cast Media. We're your hosts, Chris Burns and Lawrence B. Hamilton. And special thanks to our guests this week, Deandra and Liam. Our producer is Amanda Elliott. Our executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. Our editor is Patrick Carrion. Our technical engineer is Travis Holden. With designs and animations by Patrick Carrion. See you next week. See ya.